Hey everyone. So I think one of the things that's so interesting about this um, this healing, if you can get it, when you get past, you know, when you get to the point where you can finally sort of bop your head up about you know over the surface of what you you see in these ceremonies and what you understand about yourself is that you are actually the inscription or the graffitied sort of wall of someone of another generation of another group of apes that showed up and you know lived their life and did their thing but you sort of you know you're the next carrier of the of how that how how it happened or how it evolved and i say this which is it and it's kind of weird to think about to think that you're just you know this this program this this sort of i i think like this this piece of paper that arrives on which this whole history of another ge- generation is written and then which you must then which you are built from right and so the fact that this can be erased that this disc can be erased and it's by no means an easy feat do not get me wrong but you know what i've seen over and over in these ceremonies is you know the trajectory of people's history and the inscription of it you know in their system right which makes sense right you're built in a particular time in a particular era with particular beliefs that's one thing but then if you're built inside of a family that's carrying trauma you know from them or from their past or i see this i've seen this a lot in ceremonies where people are you know they 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 are carrying the vestiges of of a trauma that's been carried through the family perhaps generations and then they are the ones that actually have to deal with it because they wake up from it because they decide well I'm not living with it I'm not accepting it and as a voyeur from the outside you realize wow okay millions of us are showing up billions every day like being born and dying and and you know there are all these new sheets of paper on which you know yesterday's news is being written on right is it's 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 you know you are being printed by yesterday's news which is by the parents that were yesterday right if you, if you become a container for their shit if you have parents that don't you know that don't insist on you know making you a container for all their unfinished crap then you're free to then sort of blossom and write your own script and move into the the potential that you are but if not right you are you're that you're the the you know their burden i mean you carry their burden and what's interesting is that remember also that the past represents institutions which i see now are breaking down right they can't exist we live in this complete hypocrisy you know all over the place right um and we we were able to just you know take you know just not look at the hypocrisy of it and accept it and and me number numero uno by the way so of that so what you recognize and what i recognized certainly having been in 
you know, been an outcome of yesterday's history is, you know, the rabid falsehood of this, these religions, right, in which everybody was partaking, but, you know, in, in, in a complete falsehood, right? Um, whether it's the priests fucking little kids and the pedophiles or the pe- the people who were pedophiles going or the people who were sort of murderers. I think about Argentina and, you know, the horrific time in the 70s, but the church was involved in the uprising and the killing of people. It's like all these ridiculous, it's awful, ridiculous, awful collusions, right? And that, and that you know, you sort of inhale all this hypocrisy and it becomes part of you, right? And and you're the living embodiment of that falsehood and of that fear, right? Um, so I grew up in a very, you know, my family wasn't religious, but in a society, Spanish society that was religious and, you know, I mean, I saw it from early on, this absolute falsehood, you know, you get dressed up to go to church and then in the week you can just be a schmuck, right? Uh, you go to one place and suddenly you're holy and then you can be as unholy, you can be satanic the rest of the week. So what I'm saying is that your 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 whole being embodies, you know, the events of your life and, you know, everything's accepted and not accepted, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so when you go into these medicines or you go into the plant medicine world, it, 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 everything becomes absolutely transparent and you realize, you know, what truly is good and pure and honest and the barbarity of an, an absolute hypocrisy and horror of a lot of what's going on, right? That we, be, that we all agree to, that we all believe in, etc. right? So my point is that you are the embodiment of that time, of those people, of the events, and, and, there, and the unfinished events of the people that bore you. Mine was extreme. Mine was manipulation and horror and trickster. It was just like fucking um, the underworld of sickness, right? I carried sort of an agreement to pedophiles, an agreement to to bullying, an agreement to have my power taken. These are all things. And we're all stamped. It, we're all branded on arrival by the events happening inside the four walls of our home. And they may be subtle or they may be like in your face, right? So whatever whatever shows up as a child, you're having to to negotiate that. I mean, you're not negotiating, you're basically hiding it. That's the only thing you can do as a child is to basically shut it down. I mean, I have no other tools as a three or four year old, right? But sometimes they aren't obvious. And that's what that's what the whole boiling pot is like. It's like, oh, I have, I appear to have these parents, but oh, shit, they're hitting me or oh, shit, they're taking me out to be abused or oh, shit. You can't, you have to, you have to make that work. You know, you have to make, you have to authorize and legitimize them for you to survive, right? So you have no self on arrival. You have no, I mean, you have the potential of an incredible thing to blossom, but if it's not reflected and loved, it will not grow and therefore it will stay stagnant or in a coma. In, this, in the meantime, 
whilst that self of you isn't growing, you can't then, you know, respond to what's going on. You need to accept what's going on because the only thing that you can think about that lives at the very core of your being is survival. If the core of your being is survival and there's no one reflecting, you know, your seed or your flower that's going to blossom or whatever it is, then, you know, you have to take on what's going on and accept it and be the container for it, right? If I'm an adult that's been, you know, loved, taken care of, etc., I can respond and go, well, that's not right because I have a center, I'm anchored, I have, a, it's like, a, you know, the trunk of a tree. But if you're here and you're in this kind of vaguely amorphic state, barely conscious, and that barely, you know, barely conscious amorphic state, there's only one thing guiding your life, and that's survival at any cost. And that's instinctive, that's not even, that's reptilian brain, that's not even, there's no, you know, you haven't developed this person yet, right? At the core of everything is survival, it will adapt. And so the adaptation is, you're this, you know, sheet of paper, right? And suddenly now you are trying to understand these overwhelming concepts which basically threaten your death, right? Whatever happened, they hit you, they hurt you, they refuse you, whatever the horror was. This arrival is absolutely the most important part of your whole life because it sets up your whole life. Right? It it sets up whether you will blossom into the fullest of your fullest, whatever that is, or you will be buried and loaded down with yesterday's history, which you have to accept. I mean, the world is in constant state of evolution, right? Creation destruction, creation, destruction, you know, and every time we come, you know, another layer of all this shows up, there's a potential for growth, for the next piece of blossoming, for the next, you know, transition, the next understanding, the next opening. And everyone's entitled to that unless they show up to a place where, you know, you're buried by the unfinished business of someone else and the institutions that allow for it. I mean, I totally believe that my parent could get money for me because I was sold to like, you know, um, aristocratic homes and well-to-do homes that could afford to, you know, carry out their perversions on children. So there's a parent who's fucked up, horrific. There's an institution that allows it, right? And there's a church that turns a blind eye. So all of these really catastrophic groups, these, these, you know, these people that own the power, right? You know, you are nothing in the face of that, right? You must adapt especially again if it's happening as a child, right? Or whatever, or if somebody's beating the shit out of you and, you know, it's, it's acceptable, oh, you can beat the shit out. I mean, I remember at school they would, 
um, cane you like really badly. It was like acceptable to hurt little children. It was like what? Right. So you you arrive to yesterday's history, and what you see in these, in the medicine and in yourself, and how the script that's been sort of you've been, you've been graffitied with this thing, you've been branded by this thing, is that you undo all of that too, and you say, what the fuck, right? So it's very clever because on arrival, they know that you're going to bond with whatever is showing up. And they have, a, they have a, an easy target, right? I can convince you of anything if between zero and seven, you will become it because you're in this, again, amorphic sort of half-conscious state and you're vulnerable, helpless, and you need to bond and you need to survive and you need to, you know, otherwise you're going to die, right? I mean, I arrived to death, to the threat of death. So what are you going to do if you're arriving to the threat of death? Well, you're going to adapt, right? That's what children do. Figure a way out, black it out. Actually, really the only tool in the box is numb it out. If you, if you keep it alive, forget it. You'll find another way to numb it out. You'll find a drug or something that later on, or you'll start drinking when you're three or something, but you'll do something to numb out the knowledge of what happened, the pain of it. Because, as, you know, if you get dropped off in a fucking, you know, in a war zone, you know, there's no leaving that place. You're stuck there, right? So when you're being cleansed by the medicine, you're being cleansed of that history, of yesterday's history, of what was acceptable, also what was hidden, right? Um... And it's just like crazy um, because if it happened to you, you're not the only one this shit happened to. And by the way, this isn't complaint or victimhood at all. This is know who you are, figure it out, decipher it. Put, and that's what the medicine does. She puts you in a fucking lab and, t- you know, and cuts you up into 100 pieces. I mean, I say cut you up. In other words, she's going to fit. She's going to, you know, she, you're like in the the workshop of Santa in a way, like you're in the medicine's workshop, she is going to dismantle you so that you can see how you were made, right? I think all of this, I think all of life is to be fiercely honest. And they may, that may sound, you know, and that might mean looking at the, the most horrific piece of you, right? It's the fierce honesty of it. Yes, you know, I mean, I lived as a cover-up to ensure that we all survived. I had to cover up, first, because I was terrified. Number two, because, you know, the weight of their life was on my little shoulders. Um, Number three, if I didn't, I'd get no parents. And number four, you know, basically, we'd all die. I mean, that's the message to a child, right? So, in all of this, there's no... One, one, also one of the most important things is, is not to look to the outside for, for concepts of how to deal with this. You, you are the living organism. You can deal with it directly, right? Now it's like, oh, people say, oh, there's this forgiveness thing. No, there's nothing other than who you are as your true authentic self, right? If rage is the answer, then rage must be used right? If compassion is the answer, then compa- but it shouldn't be like, I have to. 
It's what you see and how you respond authentically, right? No one can say to you, oh, you need to, you know, be in a particular or, or have a particular feeling. I remember I was told by a sibling, you know, you need to feel this way. No, I fucking don't. You don't need to feel anything other than what you truly are. Or because this is happening, this is the way you should respond. What? No. Right? You should respond. This is what the thing about this medicine is that when you're in it, you know, you are go- she's going to release the true feelings. It's not like, oh, across the board, this is how the world, everybody should be, which is the biggest mistake. The un- First of all, foremost, you know, the universe is peppered with 10 zillion ways of being. There is no one way. Everybody's a unique entity of its and a reflection of it, right? So feel it, be it, even if no one else agrees or if no one else or everybody has a concept of how this should be or blah, 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 right? So in the medicine, you get to see, you know, the only reason you were silenced was because you had to accept their history. You had to accept the conditions. You had to accept the societal versions of, you know, what you needed to be. You know, I was a girl. I had, you know, I was, you know, it was okay to bully a child. It was okay to hit them. It was okay to abuse them, to send them out to be abused. I mean, it was insane. And it was okay to be owned like cattle in a way. I mean, it was like, what? But you are the outcome of them and yesterday's history. So in this trauma, in this, trauma, in this paralysis, in this, you, have to, you have to agree to all these, these things which are completely unacceptable. And in this waking up, when the medicine begins, it puts you in that lab and sticks you in there and starts dismantling you, there's this recognition of this, of everything, right? Because at some point you go, well, like, you know, you're like, I don't need these people anymore. I don't, I don't need to have these parents. What the fuck? I want, I'd rather, the choice is between accepting them or taking yourself back. I mean, there's a loss either way, right? If you accept them and refuse yourself, you refuse yourself. If you refuse them, then you must accept yourself. So you have the choice, right? And I chose me. I chose to refuse being a container, protecting, right? PRing and abandoning the truth of my soul that said, this is all fucking wrong. But if, if you make that choice, and it's a very courageous choice, by the way, because then you really have to go deep into it and see the truth of everything, you're going to, you know, the amount of fear that's going to come up is huge. So when you choose to go in and you choose to undo, entangled in all the stuff that happened is also a bigger, there's a bigger component of the acceptance of what happened, right? It's, it's 
there, there's an there's some that you know there's some kind of agreement across the board that it's okay, which is why it's happening to you. And perhaps the person in your family has decided it's okay for me to be an absolute alcoholic and beat the shit out of you. Or as I had my cousin whose father was a crazy person would take him out of bed at three in the morning and and put him in a cold shower just out because he was, you know, feeling pissed off. Like he's four years old, like what? So you're dealing with the crazy of other people. And it's not like, oh, well, enough of this victim. No, it's like be fearlessly honest. Don't harbor feelings. Don't, don't refuse. You know, this gets very uncomfortable. And let me just, I think this is an important thing to say. It gets very uncomfortable when you're very used to hiding feelings. You know, when you see the truth and you spent your whole life, you know, as a cover-up, you know, always like ensuring that you bury everything, that it's a nice little cover-up, right? That everything looks great, that you're having to constantly agree to horror. When you start uncovering it, it gets really crazy because the belief of a child is if I challenge this or if I disagree with this, I'm going to die. And also the feelings are very uncomfortable, right? The rage that you might have for a person when you thought they were the most perfect parent, whatever it is. It's literally like you're coming out of the ground. If, if there's been overwhelm of, you know, someone else's shit. And so for you to come up out of that ground means that you have to, they need to disappear in your system, right? You are exposing all the horror and the truth and you are feeling for the first time what you've never felt, which you didn't allow yourself to feel because it was too much. It's uncomfortable. I mean, uncomfortable is an understatement, right? And you are seeing them for the first time, not as a three-year-old, but as you are now. And you're like, what? Who the fuck were these people? So, you know, this, this act of, of cleansing and healing It's, it's, it's uncomfortable everywhere. It's uncomfortable in ceremonies. It's uncomfortable seeing it. It's uncomfortable when you feel the true feelings because it goes against everything that you've grown up with, which is to refuse it and to accept the unacceptable. Because, again... If you didn't, you would die. And you, you're going to have the same feelings. Like, well, if I, if I see all of this, if I know all of this, then there's, you know, it's over. And in a way it is, right? But behind it, you also recognize that there are bigger, you know, it's happening all day, every day. This, these hypocrisies, these falsehoods. And in a way, you know, that little family that you grew up in is, is, is your kingdom, is your world. And so, again, if you wake up to the truth of it and, you know, the feelings of rage and whatever comes up and you see them, it's like 
it's almost in a way you're being thrown out of the world, right? Apart from the fact that it's uncomfortable to, you know, to take off the armor and to be so exposed to the truth, if there are siblings involved in that family too, you know, if you're reaching out to sort of make it work there, it might not work there because, you know, again, everybody wants to keep their narrative intact. You know, you may be coming out of the burial ground, but they're not, right? So, and also, you know, the world's saying, well, listen, why aren't you having a fantastic time on that Instagram post? You know, we're all having fantastic times. What are you talking about? We don't want to talk about truths and potentially, you know, cleansing ourselves and then cleansing the world, etc. It's like, you know, why aren't you, you know, in a bar having a great time and making everyone else feel, you know, miserable about they're missing out on that, right? And this isn't, by the way, this doesn't mean you don't go and party and have fun. I mean, I have fun as much as I can. What I'm saying is that... Um, I suppose what I'm saying is that you you have to face up to all of this and dump it and clean it and see it and feel fucking uncomfortable. Right? And it might extend to, you know, a greater institution, to, to bigger things that are going on in the world. You know, do I really want to be, you know in these ceremonies, seeing this stuff and seeing even bigger stuff and having dreams about all this horror. No, no thank you today, tomorrow and yesterday. No. Do I want to be healed? Yes. Well, that means that you have to clean up. It's like a cancer. You can't just take it out. It has to be completely taken out, right? It doesn't mean you live in some sort of miserable, you know, old house and sort of you're kvetching. And no, it's just... You have to see it practically. It's not an identity. It's a cleansing. And in that cleansing, you know, it's like opening up a, a putrid sewer that's been shut down. You, you, you know, shit will be, have to, will be smelt and seen and the stench will be disgusting and the truth will be terrifying and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you just sit through it and you keep seeing it. Right? It's life. It can be dealt with. It can be seen. I think perhaps the most difficult thing for me of all of it, um, of course, you know, seeing it, etc. is not the greatest. Um, Puking in ceremony, not the greatest. You know, 3D, whatever. I think the most difficult thing to see is that, oh my God, I was all the fuck alone as a child. I mean, on the verge of death all the time and there was no one there I mean that's kind of crazy so again the only way to get through the sort of the loneliness of realizing fuck there was no one is that now you know you're being guided and helped and um by the medicine and that you recognize that we're actually part of a much bigger whole right that this that we're all part of this huge cauldron of stuff parents or no parents 
So it is kind of, it's, it's revolutionary in the fact that you can get into these states that happened in the past and you can relive them, that you can finally see where you've been, you've, you've been held prisoner, which you couldn't see. that you've been buried, paralyzed in terror. And it's a whole world. I mean, I mean, it's hell is a whole world. It's a big world. And it's still nature, right? But again, if you are dealing with big trauma and wipeout, you need something which is equally as powerful that can move that energy, right? Because you're literally like calcified there. And again, there's no ape with a clipboard and five diplomas that's going to get you out of there. That's not how it's going to work. You literally have to go in there. And, you know, it's messy, like birth and death. It's messy. It's messy, uncomfortable. You know, the amount of stuff that you might have kept buried will, will, when it comes out is unbelievably uncomfortable. But every time, it's so interesting, every time you release a true emotion from all the emotions that you've kept hidden, you get released more and more and more. So imagine every you're trapped because you won't, feel the feelings and see the truth. That was certainly my code. Didn't like it didn't happen. But it's all happened. And it's all inscribed in you. And it's all graffitied in every fucking cell of your body. Well, it did happen. And you didn't like it. And you're going to re-experience it. Right? So, there's an independence, right? You, be, you, you Every time you allow yourself, because you won't allow yourself as a child to see anything because you're too little and the fear of death is so huge, every time you then re-experience the truth, well, you're released from that prison cell. Because you're saying, yeah, I want to see it. I want to see everything. I want to be healed and cleansed. And the word here really is cleansed. That's what the medicines do, is cleaning you. Cleaning, 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 cleaning. Imagine all of the horror that might have happened to you as excrement, as shit, right? As, as yeah, as a disfigurement of your energetic field. <clears throat> it's like looking at an x-ray when somebody, you see a shadow and there's a tumor. It's like you're just surrounded by these shadows. Your light is completely dimmed by all these shadows of other people's energy of the stuff that you've agreed to accept, which was completely horrific or unacceptable. And, you know, we make excuses. Oh, well, um, you know, again, I myself uh, equally, you know, oh, poor things. Oh, poor them. Oh, poor. Oh, my God. Didn't have a clue. Oh, they're, they're more important than you are. Oh, how are they feeling? All the while, you've got, you know, this buried child that's like completely been abused or terrified or, I mean, for me, one event was really, it was many years ago when I just started the medicine. I was holding this little girl in my arms, walking by the beach, and I had this incredible urge to throw that kid into the water. What the fuck? I didn't know where that came from. Well, it came from 
the absolute shutdown of being a child, right? It was wrong to be a child. It's a nuisance. That's what... We breathe in everything that these... that you arrive to. So all of... When you begin to release the valve, all of it will come up. And again, it doesn't come come up in one huge thing. It comes up piece by piece because understandably, you know, you've got to, each little piece has to be seen, integrated, seen, integrated. So, you know, you, we have all these institutions around us telling us how we need to, you know, whatever, whether it's scientific, whether it's uh, religious, whether it's whatever, saying, telling us how we need to be. And in this medicine, it's not a how we need to be, it's how we really are. And that's what's so liberating there is no outside reflection it's in the medicine as you're being dissolved everything is being seen and released and the feelings are the feelings you can't go oh well have you forgiven them yet fuck no right you don't have to follow somebody else's version of how they're going to respond. You need to respond in whatever way make, that makes sense to you. I think that's why there are all these killings and all these things. Is people are not allowed to just feel, right? I feel shitty. I feel this. I feel that. I feel angry. I feel well, right? Because here's the trick. The trick is you need them to survive, and if you need them to survive because you're, you know, you're four year old, years old in a diaper or you're five or you're six, then you have to accept the horror that you're cooked in. Once you're cooked, that relationship is the abandonment of you and the acceptance of them. Right? You have, you have, you know, pretzled yourself up to exist in their version to survive them. Now, let's say you say you go out into the world and that you're this pretzled up thing and you have to be this pretzled up thing to get parents, to belong to something. Well, at some point, that pretzled up thing's going to blow up, right? I get it. People suddenly, like, take out a shotgun and shoot 10,000 people or whatever. Right? You're this completely distorted disfigured piece of nature that has been disfigured because it it chose to disfigure itself to survive because it was too little. And at some point that disfigurement, you know, can't work, it explodes. It's like, because the choice is here I disfigure in order for these people to survive, so I get to survive. Even in the most disfigured state, I get to survive. I choose them to be the parents that they are. I agree to them. And that means I get to be disfigured or abandoned or whatever. You think at some point there isn't, you know... And I think the biggest choice in the medicine is to say, no, I want to see everything. I don't care. I mean... I can say that now with absolute authority because I was in a ceremony 
where they were showing me, look, you could have this power, you could... And I, I literally had to persuade my child in ceremony four or five to fucking tell me what happened because my child was refusing to tell me the truth of what had happened. You know, the child within you that's been, that's been abused, that's been hurt, that's been traumatized, is holding on to the secret. Because a child feels if, you, if she delivers the truth or he delivers the truth, it, do, it won't get parents. And if it doesn't get parents, it dies. So I would rather remain in this completely fractured, you know, traumatized, disfigured state and agree to it and pretzel up for the, for the, the horror than see the truth and not have parents because then I really die, right? So for me in the ceremonies, I, it took me, you know, second time down in the jungle to really get my kid to tell me what, what had happened. You don't want to not have parents, no matter how awful they are. And it's particularly difficult if it all seems very normal. You know, they were functioning. They were supposedly going to work. We had a shelter. We had food. We had, pup, you know, expensive schools. All very normal. You don't realize you're totally fucking buried. So at some point, that equation can't work. You can't live again with the brake on the pedal of a car, with your foot on the pedal of the brake, and a man with a gun behind your head. so that you do what you're supposed to do. At some point, it will break down. You'll either get a cancer or explode and show up with an AK-47 and some fucking whatever. It can't sustain itself. It can't endure. And why it happens is because that little child doesn't have the safety and doesn't, can't trust, and there's no one coming to this little child and saying, it's okay, sweetheart, you can... You can let go, you can tell me, right? No. And that's what you can do in the medicine. In the medicine, it allows you, it gives you this huge divine cushion and allies and love for you to say, yeah, I'm willing to, to let, to, to see all of this, right? I mean, it showed up with thousands of Indians for me and the divine love and and just, you know, I was so trapped. I so refused. I'd so abandoned all of me to agree to the most unspeakable horror so I could survive. Because I was a child, there was nowhere to go. Where was I going to go? Who was going to come get me? No one. No one's going to come get you. You're owned by that environment. So it's very humbling. And, and fearlessly honest and authentic. So that's the conundrum. The conundrum is, are you willing to give everything up to get you back? And that might be a whole fucking family. And in this exchange is that you become 
you kind of return to nature. You return to your true family, I can say it, really. If you've been hurt anyway. And I think it's very difficult. And this, again, this is only my thoughts. It's very difficult to say, well, if I, you know, find somebody to love and that loves me, you know, I'm going to be okay. I mean, that, that requires a lot of unconditional love. Right? A lot of unconditional love. The medicine gives you that unconditional love every single day. So it's okay for you to unbury. It's okay for you to see. You know the, the medicine is there. Even now, I still have dreams of horrific terror and fear. Why? Because I'm allowing all of it, but all of it, to come up. I mean, I want it all out. So bring it on, right? Show it to me. So it can be completely removed. And I have a huge energetic spirit that is definitely a culmination of all that horror that still needs to be removed. Many things have been taken out, right? But... I want it all out. Not a breath of any of it do I want in my system. But again, you're changing sides. You are, you know, you have the choice to remain buried. It's like, was Aristotle or Socrates and the guy was, you know, on the street and, and Socrates said to him, you know, should I wake you up if you're asleep? It's the same question. Some people don't want to be woken up from the sleep. They'd rather live in this sort of low-level, low-grade anxiety all the time. <clears throat> Treading water. Right? I want to have that Instagram post when life is just fun all the time. Look at me. I'm on the mountain. I'm having fun. Look at me. I'm, at the, I'm having fun. Look at me. I don't want to see all this shit, really. You know, I was a cover-up, remember? I was, a, you know, that was my main goal. I had to be always like, ha ah, ha hee, ha ah, hee, right? Now I've been taken to the absolute extreme of like, what the fuck? Living hell. It's a cleansing. And in that cleansing, you show up. But you've got to dump. You've got to see. You've got to feel. You've got to release everything that you have kept in a vault inside of you. And there will be loss, absolutely. Because if you've been keeping everything to please everyone or to make everyone work, then, well, then when you start arriving and you start seeing, nothing will work anymore. It's a total collapse of everything. And you. And the agreements, you know, the agreements, because they're contracts that are made. They make contracts with you to agree to hold this, to keep it a secret, to, you know, whatever it is, not tell anyone. I mean, you see these kids bruised up at school, you know, most of the teachers I know are, are not teachers, they're parents in schools. 
They're taking care of kids that aren't being taken care of at home. How can you teach a child that hasn't slept, hasn't eaten, has been whatever, beaten up? You know, having a child is a huge responsibility to its well-being. So, the medicine uncovers so much. And it's uncomfortable and challenging and difficult. You know, to see something that you truly believed was something else. Yeah. To feel the feelings of rage and anger and... I mean, I I think I said cunt for about two years. Just you fucking cunt, right? To shatter that whole, you know identity and version of who they were and what you were and how you were all together and look at us, the big happy family. It's like, what? It's a rebirth. It's, you know, in trauma, you're in a coma. I was in a coma. But now, you know, I love that what Churchill said, you know, if you don't have enemies, you don't, haven't really believed in anything. You haven't stood up for anything, right? Good, I have enemies. I've stood up for something, right? You can be forced to stand up for yourself. To break those bonds, to break that captivity. You know, there's a lot of dumping that goes on. There's a lot, you know, you, you, I don't want to live in a sleep. I don't want to live, you know, on this low level anxiety or I, I, in not knowing where all this is coming from. It will demand your courage. It will demand that you, you know, take up arms for yourself. will change your whole world view. You will see everything differently. And actually, you will actually feel things for the first time that you've never felt if you're used to refusing. I mean, it's a whole shift in world view, really. And... The medicine doesn't stop until it's all cleaned out, right? Until you're comfortable with the fear, until you're comfortable with yourself now that you've never known. Like that's just been buried and agreeing and surviving and, you know, terrified. The medicine will test you over and over. How deep are you willing to go? How much? And it's almost like that story of like getting into heaven. You have to be a child. You go back to being, to having that vulnerability and innocence and and the purity of that. The purity of not being riddled by shit. 
by accommodating shit, by refusing yourself to accommodate shit, right? It's just, this is a really, it's an overturn. It's, um, it's a huge thing to do if you truly want all of you back. You have to say no to all these dark forces that are everywhere, by the way. You know, you're not the singular container for it. It's fucking everywhere. It's floating around everywhere. You just need to look around the corner. There's not far you need to look. It's a commitment to the you that was here before these people, anybody showed up. It's a commitment to your connection to the everything. But there is no one road for this. It is just you and the truth of who you are, of your natural state. Not some fucking guy in a pulpit saying you're guilty because you're born a sinner or you need to forgive because... No. You must follow your own tributary home. (coughs) There's nowhere to hide if you're in this medicine. You're all out. You're all exposed. The battle is between your soul and your captor. And I've honestly never been asked to fight for anything. I've never fought for anything. I've always just been like a a wet cloth, like, ugh, because I was holding back so much terror. And in this procedure or in this cleansing, you're fighting for the person you've never fucking known didn't even know existed. You're fighting for everything, for your feelings, for your truth, for your authenticity. And the medicine is right there. Saying, okay, how much are you willing to fight? To be free. To be able to, my, you know, people said to me, oh, Maria, like, you're just, like, having so much fun. I mean, yeah, I'm, a, I'm allowed to express more than ever, right? I can really enjoy everything because I'm not surrounded by the threat of fear. Or at least, at least I understand it. I mean, I still get, you know, dreams of horrible dreams and, you know, I'm still... But I, I, I'm not hiding from it. It's there. I can live simultaneously with it. Right? I'm not scared of it. That's one of the things you recognize. Oh, I can, I can handle this. You, you are nature. You're the whole fucking cosmos. Of course you can handle it. I remember the shaman said to me, Maria, when it shows up, just start to go fuck itself, you know, basically. It's like, yeah. Send it back to the sewer. So you get back your joy and you get back your power and you get back your life by seeing it, by acknowledging it, 
does it suck? Yeah. You know, fucking sucks to not have had parents have been such horrible fucking people. Yeah, it sucks. But I can see it. I know it, right? I'm no, I'm not it. You are not yesterday's history. Unless you allow yourself to be, you know, held hostage by it. You don't need to be drowned by the unfinished crap of somebody else who didn't get it sorted. But for that, you need to take an inward journey and pull it all out. And it's not just, as I said, there are forces everywhere. There's all this, there's all this, you know, just look at the fucking world for fuck's sake. It's just like shit's happening all the time. Macro, micro. My belief is if we would just all fix our own garden, we'd be so much better off. If we understood the forces within us, we'd understand the forces outside of us and how we're stuck and how we can help each other. This isn't like a Kim Kardashian reality TV show, right? Pass me the salad. Oh, I, I need to get my nails done. Ah, oh, what are you having in your salad? This is fierce, ferocious work. To get you back to whatever you, what happiness means to you. To clean off all these leeches of dark. It's worth it. Because in the same way that you get to see the darkest of the dark, you also get to experience the joy of the joy because now you're open and vulnerable and, you know, you can accept it all. It's like the Buddhists. They can just say, just as long as you can, it's like the center of the circle. You can be in the center of the circle. You're not moving. You can see all the dark. You can see all the light. You're not hiding from anything that's in nature. You're not, you know, it's just, okay, fuck it. Let it, you know, bring it on, right? You know you can handle it because you know that you're nature. Bye.